Baobulb.org is a podcasting platform and a medium for storytelling. This podcast is also available on all the major podcasting apps, including Apple and Google Podcasts. Podcast your life with Baobulb.org. Hey, how's it? Hi, Candice. All right, awesome. This isn't going to take up too much of your time. Just to give you a kind of picture of what I'm trying to put together. So I wanted to give um, new hosts that sign up with me kind of like a like a, a bird's eye view of podcasting, what you need to know, um, where to get, go to find out information, good resources, um, good questions to ask, you know, good people to ask, that kind of stuff. So kind of connecting people in that way. And that's where you come in. So before we start, okay, just just to start, if you would if you wouldn't mind just um, stating your name for the record and in what capacity you're speaking to me, please. Uh, my name is Paulo Diaz. I am uh, head of convergence, creative and digital audio with Ultimate Media. Awesome stuff, Paulo. Don't you want to just give us a little bit of a background into how you got into podcasting um, in in particular? Um, I was I've been working in radio since 2002 um, on all sides of radio and then sort of like as I entered radio the digital side of radio started coming about and people would send through a short code send through a keyword to a short code and get a link Paulo, sorry, so sorry to disturb you. Um, I, I missed quite a bit of what you said there. The, the, the line went a bit iffy, if you wouldn't mind just starting from the beginning. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. Um, so I started working in radio in uh, 2002. And sort of like as I started working in radio and getting my feet under the desk there, the digital side of radio started coming about. And at the time it was... Uh, streaming of radio stations, as simple as that, just putting a little button on the station website, people could listen online. And then we started taking the best on-air features, our most popular on-air features, and sending them out to people over SMS shortcodes. So they would send us a shortcode, we'd send back a link, and they could download that to their phone. And then obviously we progressed into uh, putting them onto Apple, then I was it iTunes then? Yeah, it was iTunes then. And that was the early days of podcasting. And then, you know, just through that process, I started discovering podcasting myself um, and started looking at what was happening internationally and things like that. And I always had a passion for it and uh, have sort of like maybe through a bit of will, uh, but mostly through being a bit of a fanboy, have from my position of being working in radio, both as radio stations and independently, being able to forge and create and force a local podcast industry um and you know thankfully for the pandemic uh we finally have one all right if you wouldn't mind just elaborating a little bit about that what do you what do you think the impact of uh covid has been on podcasting in general but in in particular in south africa so I think there was always like a small, healthy community of podcasters, but it was like almost like if you want to imagine the SA music scene in the 90s, and it was loyal, and it was a little bit indie, and it was a little bit underground. Um, it was still being majority, I, mean, I suppose, different to the music scene, majority controlled by the radio stations because they just got the resources and the content and and the, the platforms and the listeners. Uh, but why podcasting never blew up is because they try to treat podcast listeners like radio listeners. and I think when it comes to polish and the actual product, yes, there's similarities, but I think when your user behavior is so different. And then when I say the impact of COVID is tied into exactly that. 
uh, people wanted the companionship and the comfort that they perhaps weren't getting in other mediums. Uh, you know, we weren't listening to radio, but we still want the power of the human voice. And I think podcasts give you that. I think people finally had time to look around at podcasts. Podcasting, unfortunately, is not an easy thing to get into. It involves an app and subscribing and downloading. Then I'm downloading too much. It's it's not user-friendly, but I think people had a little bit of time to go in and discover. And once they discovered, they were hooked. And then I also think just the impact of screens. You know, we're tired of screens. We go to school on screens meetings on screens, our entertainments on screens. And now I go, oh, if I don't have to look at a screen for entertainment, maybe here's another alternative. And, and even if you just look technologically, is that the advances in headphones, Bluetooth speakers, that's where major technological advancement has happened in five years versus screens. You know, phone screens can only get so big, can only get so bright, can only have so much resolution. Where we've seen headphones and and ear pods and bluetooth speakers really blow up in what they can do and in home speakers and alexas and and google nests and things like that and i think just that conglomeration and all of those working so well with audio has meant that people go well you know let me just adopt this for a podcast okay well that's that's very interesting perspective um what do you wish you knew uh, when you started out podcasting? I mean, you mentioned there how difficult it is to get into and how technically challenging it can be at times. Um, what do you wish you, you knew right in those early days um, that you now know that could have benefited you then? As a producer or as a listener? I would ask as both, I think. What I wish I knew as a producer was to pay as much attention to distribution as you do to the content. Where now I'm very mindful of it, where it's like everyone's got a podcast idea. Everyone knows what their podcast will be about, but you got to think about where you're going to put it, who's going to listen to it, how you're going to get it out to them. And I'd say to anyone getting into it, because you know what your podcast idea is about, spend 40% of your time crafting your content and 60% on your distribution. Think about where you go. Everyone wants to be where you get your podcast, where you can find all podcasts, but that's not necessarily the best thing for you. Think about where your podcast needs to go, who ideally you want to listen and how big or how vast or what job you want your podcast to do. And I think that's just even more important. That's more important than your podcast. Because to be honest, you might think your podcast idea is unique and no one's doing it. I'll tell you right now, there's 500 people doing it. And you've just got to figure out how do you get to the right people that you want to talk to. So that's as a producer that I learned along the way to go think importantly and think strategically about that. I think what I suppose I wish I knew as a listener was to probably, <laughs> to be honest, uh, not have got so embedded into Apple podcasts because now I'm stuck in the ecosystem and it is not the most user-friendly ecosystem compared to the others, but I've tried to migrate to simpler podcast platforms and players, and it's not so easy. So I wish I was a bit more, um, uh, a bit more, uh, a bit wiser. I wish I was a bit wiser. You, ne you wish you never put the yeah. apple, right? You wish you never did. I Rule the day. I, if you want me to say that, I'll... <laughs> I wish I never bit the apple at the time and what it does. It's fantastic, but I'm stuck in their world now and I can't get my podcasts across. I tried last year to go to Spotify and it's just too hard. So I'm back with Apple and that's what I wish, wish I knew. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you. That was a really comprehensive answer. Thank you.
for that dimension. I'll ask everyone as a listener and as a producer. <laughs> Do you have any any particular tips for somebody who has a great podcasting idea? They think it's unique. They think it's fabulous. They think it's awesome. What do they need to do? What do they need to know? Let's start with what do they need to do first. Firstly, get over that your idea is unique uh, because someone else would have done it. What you have is they don't have you. So I think it's just about going like when you're going to get into your podcast and whatever idea you want to do or whatever you want to follow is that don't think that you've got the most unique podcast idea in the world, but just remember that you have you. The next thing I'd say is that if you haven't started your podcast yet, just start it. Just do it. Because everyone goes, oh, but I'm waiting for this. I'm waiting for a mic. I'm waiting for a studio. I'm waiting for the... Don't wait. Do it. Because I guarantee you, you can have all that set up and go through it and you will hate your first episode. Guaranteed. I've recorded podcast episodes in with the simplest equipment in people's bedrooms and I've recorded in world-class studios. People hate their first episode. So just get over that. And I think those are the two barriers to get over first. Just one and done. Get it done. Get it out there. Um, and then, like I say, before you switch on a mic, most importantly, I'd say you can podcast without a mic. You can podcast without fancy equipment. You can podcast without soundproofing. Think about where it's going to go. And that's the most important thing. Because if you put your podcast in the wrong place to begin with, you're going to get no traction, no response, and it's going to put you off. So just think Spend all your time thinking about where it goes. And I'll keep bringing it up. If it doesn't go in the right place, you're wasting your time. You can have the best idea in the wrong place. Um, no one's going to listen to it. All right. And then what do, you, what do, you, what do they need to know about, about podcasting and what uh, lies ahead? Uh, you're not going to make money. <laughs> and I, I, think that's, I think that's the misconception. Or, or maybe it's it, it, maybe it's not a misconception at all. A podcast isn't a tool to make money. There are a handful of people in the country that will make meaningful money out of pod, out of their podcast alone. Look at your podcast as a tool to promote you. So maybe you're a consultant, you have a business, you got a knowledge, you got a skill. Your podcast is a marketing tool to get people into another side of your business. If you're just doing it as fun and maybe you want to do a sports podcast with your friends, that's fine. Do it as that, but don't expect to become rich. And that shouldn't be your main motivating factor. Figure out ways to get rich from your podcast. Use your podcast to promote things that can make you money. You know, I mean, if in, in, in more COVID or, or out of COVID times, sell, I mean, the merch is easy, but invite people to live recordings of your podcast. Even if you get 20 people in paying a cover charge, that pays for a podcast, then the content lives by itself. So you're not going to get rich out of it. Uh, but it's sort of use it to make money or grant expertise or put yourself in front of people and opportunities that you can make money out of. But if that's not your aim, um, just have fun. Know you're going to suck to start off with, but just one day you'll be great and you won't remember how you got great. But you just did because you practiced and you did a lot of them. All right. So I'm going to ask you to 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 think back to your favorite uh, podcast. It could be it could be one that well, there's two. There's one that you listened to and there's one that you produced. Um, so your proudest um, piece of work, um, or what you think people should aspire to in terms of quality, in terms of podcast content creation and that kind of stuff. 
So it's a two-parter. I think that's such an I think that's such an interesting question, but it's probably the reason why podcasts are so popular because there's no one size fits all or one thing for everybody. Because I've heard podcasts done by one person talking to you on a microphone that are as engaging, as interesting as these podcasts produced in, you know, Grammy award winning studios. So I think there's a little bit of everything for everybody. And that's the beauty of the medium. Um, my favorite podcast and their story is just so fantastic. And, and I'm I'm lucky to be in contact with them. It's one of the first podcasts I came across called The Football Ramble. And it's just four guys and they started out in their kitchen and they're four best friends and they started talking about football. And they've now grown themselves over 12, 15 years into like a leading podcast network in the UK of where now they've got like big name TV broadcasters on their podcast with them. Uh, they're a viable business. They all quit their jobs to now, um, you know, work within this podcasting business. They've got 10, 12 podcasts that come out of the stable. And, but yet their podcast, their show has never changed. It's just four friends talking and it's engaging and it's fun. And there's no high end production. There's no storytelling. There's no creative. They're just really good guys that you like listening to. And, and, just watching their journey has been amazing because, and also I don't think they ever went into it to make money, but it just happened because they were the right people. Uh, I then, then on the other hand, so that's what I like listening to. Um, there's not to say I'm, I'm more, I more prefer round table type of discussion podcasts than the produced narrative type of ones. I tend to, uh, but that's more me. I'm just, I just got no attention span. I prefer biographical stuff than than fiction or 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 anything that's a little bit overproduced. So that's neither here nor there. In terms of what I'm most proud of producing is I mean, I've done podcasts for massive, massive brands that do various jobs and 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 they work well. But the podcast I'm most proud of it was a really tiny podcast and and i'm taking out podcasts that i do do myself but it was a really tiny podcast that i produced it was two young mothers and they ran a like a sort of mommy blog and they said to me they'd like to do a podcast and we produced this podcast for them and it was just about the struggles that young mothers go to go through and they're two sisters and they would just come into the studio once a week and would record each week would be a different topic. But they were so real and raw and just, I mean, every episode ended up like a therapy session for the two of them. This was just their time in the week just to offload and talk about their frustrations and their challenges and their joys and the good things that have happened. And they were just normal moms. There was nothing spectacular about them. They were just normal, real people. But because they were so raw and so real, and we leveraged their blog base and we pushed the, the podcast out to them to start building a following. But the engagement and the, the, the way people just responded to them, just because they left it all out there, there were tears, they were crying, there were things revealed that, I mean, these times would say, please cut that out, you can't put that out there. But the audience just resonated and they were just like, my God, I, I love them. Um, and to this day, people still pick up the content every now and again and get in touch with me and go, hey, we'd like to do this or that. And unfortunately, because they're busy moms, they 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 had to stop the podcast. But I think just for them, they weren't broadcast people. They weren't media people. They were really raw. And they just opened themselves up. 
and it just created like really, really powerful audio moments. Wow. That's really awesome. That sounds really awesome. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to check them out. I think I, I, I saw mention of them on your LinkedIn profile. I'm going to check them out. Correct. Yeah, the Rookie, the rookie Parent Society. That's it. Yes. Equipment tips for, for, for people starting out. You know, do you need a microphone? What kind of microphone? Um, you know, that kind of stuff. In terms of, in terms of equipment, and I think this is the one thing that holds people back because they say, oh, I'm not going to start until I have a microphone. And I think that's like, uh, that's just an excuse <laughs> for you to not, not start. Uh, look, you know, the same way is that like you can go onto YouTube and film YouTube videos with your phone. You can quite easily, you know, in a well-treated room and you soundproof properly, even sitting in your car, you can produce a podcast off your phone. I would recommend if you're serious about it, getting a microphone, at least. Um, a decent microphone that you can plug into your laptop or even into your phone, but, but try to get something you can plug into your laptop. Um, how much do you spend? I mean, listen, this is up to you and how, how serious you are about it. There's anything ranging, you know, you can spend a fortune on a microphone, but just at least try spend a thousand rand on a microphone, you know, just commit to it because then you're going to do it. If you spend a thousand rand on a microphone, you're going to make a podcast because I can't have this thing sitting you know, uh, gathering dust and shop around. And, and there are like nice little microphone and pod because podcasting is a thing now, right? We need podcasts for zoom kits and you can pick up really nice for zoom meetings. You can pick up really nice starter microphones for six to 700 Rand, um, that are going to do the job for you. And as you grow, you'll learn and you'll get better. Uh, but a nice, simple USB microphone that you can plug in, just invest because for anything, for anything, not even audio quality, it'll just make you do it. Because you go, I've spent the money, I don't want to waste it, let me just try. And, and you'll just do it. In terms of editing software, there are heaps of free uh, softwares, software that you find on the web. The best and easiest would be something called Audacity. Um, that's going to be your easiest. Uh, but you look around, you'll find stuff. But I mean, there's no need to spend. In terms of music, likewise, there's loads of free music libraries if you do want to go that way and incorporate bed music and things like that. Uh, but the first point of call, and also a lot of microphones you buy will come with some sort of rudimentary audio recording software that you can can install and edit and do basic edits. But I would say get a microphone for no other reason than once you've bought it, you have to use it whilst you've wasted your money. And if that's the push you need to get your podcast off the ground, then, then that's a, a good enough reason. Um, in saying that, also look around. There are loads and loads and loads of small little studios especially now being affected, that will help you with your podcast. And for a couple of hundred rand, less than you'd expect, and speak to the guys, we'll let you come in and actually record your podcast for them. We we'll might even help you with the editing. Just look around. There's loads of places that are like offering little starter packages for podcasts, and you can go into broadcast quality studio, and they'll help you with it. And it's cheaper than you expect. Or make a call, speak to the guys. Um, and a lot of people are willing to help out like when they're quiet, when there's no one in studio and rather have you pay them a hundred rand for the hour and buy them lunch, then you buy, you know, then sit, sit empty. So it's also a nice option. Okay. Well, those were all my questions. Uh, Paolo, I don't know if there's anything that you'd like to cover or anything that I didn't maybe cover in my questions that you'd like to add in. No, I think that, that was, that was pretty cool. We covered everything. If I stressed enough that you need to concentrate on distribution, then, <laughs> yes, you did you did you emphasized it thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it no worries no worries all right then
Bye. Cheers, eh? Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. A podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe.